0: In today's show, I'm here live on YouTube to answer your questions. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball podcast, brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd, and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore RedRock_Bball and on Instagram at on Fantasy Basketball. We're back. There was three th- shows yesterday. Should have seen them: a waiver wire, a buy low, a sell high video. Move the mailbag to today because in on uh, tomorrow's slot, the Thursday afternoon. We are, or I'm going to do. You're going to listen. I'm going to do an injury report because we're going to have 11 games on on Thursday, and we're going to get updates on every player, pretty much who's in or out. And I think that would be better to switch those days across. So here we are, answering questions on the mailbag. Let's go through. What's what do what we got? What do we got here? Um. All right, uh, Mackenzie Munro. Do I drop Calden Johnson for another San Antonio player, Derek White? Sure yeah, look, check if you've got someone worse to drop, of course, but I do think that um, Derek White will be better than uh, than Calden Johnson for the rest of the year. Maximum Derek. Ahmed says, what are my thoughts on Yusuf Nurkic the rest of the season realistically? I, I think I said this yesterday a few times, but you know, realistically, yeah, top 70, almost worst case scenario, I, I believe. It might start off rough the first week or so. I think there's a 10%, 5% chance of top 25. And probably, you yeah, know, your best case is... is or that That is your best case, but your more realistic best case will be top 50. He should not be on any of your waiver wires, Yusuf Nurkic. He should be rostered in every single league. Um, even if he plays 28 minutes a night, I, I, think, I think he's going to be good. I don't I think he's going to be good when he comes back. I don't think he's going to be as good as I thought he would be, just because of all the setbacks that he's had. But I think he's going to be good. Um... Joseph Matthew Castro, what's my projection rest of the season on Mitchell Robinson in an ICAT league? Well, Mitchell, you'd be pleased to know that I do projections for every single player every single day for the rest of the season on basketballmonster.com. So if you want to see my projections there, they are there. You can go and see them. But I am a little to be a little bit more, uh, well, not specific, be more vague with it, I'm a little worried that uh, your mate Tom Thibodeau will not start Mitchell Robinson or will not play him 30 minutes a night. I think that with the success that they've had with Nerland's Noel, with the, um, as I mentioned yesterday, with the concerns I have with the way Thibodeau treats younger players or doesn't care about development, that he will uh, that he will pers- persist with Noel in that starting role or at least a 24-24 type minute split. So just be careful of that. I think there is a real risk uh, risk with that. Line out man says, what should I do with Paul George and Embiid? I'm worried about them resting because the finals for me is the last week of basketball. Well, for a start, that's horrible. You should never have playoffs go that long. Um, the worry of people resting in that last week of the season is literally there for almost every player. There'll be the teams that are fighting for um, you know, seeding or, or mainly to get into the play-in type area. There'll be a few of those teams, but... LeBron could sit down. Um, Damian Lillard could sit games. They might be locked into the four seed. Like it, Pretty much anybody, and, and, it, and it's not... Like, so you, I'll, I'll trade Embiid for Jokic. The Nuggets might be locked in the three seed, and he sits the last two games of the year. Uh, that's realistically a possibility when there's no need for him to play after he's been playing 36 minutes a night. So, yeah, singling out these two guys as guys that you're going to trade because you're worried they're going to sit, it's why you should never, ever, ever, ever um, ever play at that point of the year, that I just think that, that it's going to be widespread. It's going to happen to everybody, and making moves for shit that you have no chance of being able to predict, I think is fraught with danger. Um, let's have a look. Baz, J.A., Delon right Wright or Derek White? I take Derek White Then and I'll tell you why. Because D-Lon Wright is going to have Killian Hayes return. He has got now Dennis Smith Jr. in the mix. And the Pistons and Troy Weaver have said, we are going to give minutes to Dennis Smith and we're going to see what he can do. Remember, DeLon started the year as the shooting guard on this team, was benched, played like 24 minutes a night, and then Rose got hurt, and then Hayes got hurt, and then he played 35 minutes a night as a point guard. So Hayes is not going to come and play 35 minutes. We know that. He'll play like 22, 23, but Smith's going to get point guard minutes. So the opportunities for, for DeLon Wright to be a point guard are going to be reduced. And then there's Josh Jackson's Sphere, Mikalu playing at the two as well. So D will still get minutes, he'll still get value, but I'm not um I'm not certain it's going to go up from here. Justin Hill, thanks for the super chat. Should I drop Jakob Perdle for Rob Williams in a nine cat league? Um, ooh, yeah, look, you know, we look at Williams as a as a better permanent producer. I think that's I think that's relatively clear. The Purtle, we're going to get a better idea of this with purl today, I think, with the Spurs when they play, of how they run the Purdle and Aldridge scenario, but I, I think I'd be inclined to do it for Williams. I just think the upside there is quite high. Anthony Gamble, ESPN 12-team points league. So I trade Van Vliet and Dejounte Murray for Toby Harris and Siakam? My thoughts are why? Like, why are you doing this? Um, you've provided the averages there for me, and it's like 79 versus 78, so it's a bee's dick. Like... What, what? Why are we doing this? You're, you know, you got two Toronto players on either side of on either side of the trade, so it's nothing there. And then you're trading away Dejounte Murray, and I know the Spurs have got a ton of games left. Now, where they fall in your fantasy playoffs, I have got no idea for a Sixers guy. So I, I would say, yes, I do believe Dejounte Murray's production is going to drop off. Um, but my my answer to it is, are you trading because you just want to do a trade? I'm not really sure of the the benefit of that deal. David Wimmer, is OG Ananobi a must roster? Well, what about Scar? B- stop ones. OG. Uh, you better stop OG. In a points league, he averages 30 in my format. Pre-injury stats might have been unsustainable. Why do you think they were unsustainable? Uh, I, there is absolutely no chance that I'm dropping OG Ananobi. Baz J.A., it is basketballmonster.com. I'm going to throw it in the chat. I, I, it shocks me every day that people don't know what I do, considering literally at the start of every single show. I, I say it, but hey, that's fine. I know I'm not the number one thought in everyone's mind. Joseph C, in nine cat league, I traded Gobert for CP3. Are they similar rest of season rank? Who gives a shit, Joseph? Like not not meaning to be, I'm not trying to sound rude. I and mean, I'm sure I did, but it doesn't matter if they've got a similar rest of season rank. It means absolutely nothing. You traded a center for a point guard. So you lose a shit ton of blocks, a shit ton of field goal percentage, uh, yeah, heaps of rebounds, and you get a bloke who gets steals and big assists. So it doesn't matter if they rank 29th or 30th. It changes your team immensely, and that is something that I will continue to drum into people's heads that that listen to this show, is that it doesn't matter what their rank is. If, if Gobert is the 30th-ranked player and Chris Paul's the 25th-ranked player, you didn't win the trade by five spots. You might have lost it horribly. Or you might've won it in a massive way. It's impossible to know because it all depends on what the rest of your team looks like. So that it, they are as almost diametrically opposed players as you could find. So it, it's, it's the, the rank means nothing. You just ignore it. It means absolutely nothing in terms of trying to grade if you won or not. Diego Cordero, do I drop Larry Nance or Mitchell Robinson for DeAndre Hunter? It's a good question, Diego. Obviously, we're still waiting for DeAndre to come back probably a couple of weeks away. Um, I think he's better than both of those guys. The Nance one is, it's it's a little bit of a worry. Now, I I would guess, Diego, the your league is pretty shallow if you're deciding between those guys. I do worry about Nance a bit about how he fits in on this team. So I probably would drop him for Hunter if I'm in a strong position where I don't have a lot of injuries and I'm already making the playoffs. Um, Matty Lim. Do I trade Van Vliet? For the headmaster Jamal Murray and Marcus Smart. Look, Murray is playing above his head at the moment for sure. Um, but I don't mind that. Now, of course, you have to drop someone else because you're getting two guys in and sending one out, so someone else has to has to drop. Um <clears throat> in general, in general, I would um I just want to keep the better player. And the better player there is Van Vliet, even though Murray has been outperforming him but I don't, I don't hate that. That is one where I'm getting this extra asset where it feels like the person trading with you, Matty, has just thrown Marcus Smart in as a bonus. I think I might take that. Ridiculous. Should I drop Roby, Rob Williams, or Jay Sean Tate for Cole Anthony when he returns? I think we're going to find out quite a bit about Jay Sean Tate in the next day or two, about where his role is. And even though he averages more than Williams or Roby, it could be him, but Honestly, Roby Roby's twenty four points are nice, but they do go up and down quite a bit. I would be I wouldn't drop Williams. I, it's between Tate and Roby there for me, and it probably would be it probably would be Roby. But we'll see with Tate here coming up. Ahmed Khan, do I trade Brown and Haywood for KD? Yahoo Pointsy. Well, Ahmed, you've broken the number one rule. You didn't tell me what they're averaging, but you need the trade to open up a roster spot obviously getting KD, everyone's panicking, shitting themselves, man, they're just going to sit him every game. I got, I don't think that's going to happen, but they will be cautious with KD for sure. Um, but trading those two for Kevin Durant. <clears throat> Absolutely. I'll do that. No problem at all. Will F. Can I safely drop Wiseman for Kevin Porter? Welcome. Will first show you're listening to here. Um, yeah, you can uh, you can drop James Wiseman pretty comfortably. Even though I'm not as high on uh, Kevin Porter as many of the other Kevin Porter circle jerks that go around. Uh, yeah, I'd happily do that. Scott Dollars. Dollars or Dollas? Should I trade Anthony Edwards and Brooke Lopez away to get Jared Allen? Scott, if anyone's doing that with you, they've got some issues. Seriously. Anthony Edwards and Brooke Lopez are barely rosterable players. Jarrett Allen's a top 50 guy. If anyone does that, Scott, um, you can please um, hang shit on them after you do the deal. That's a ridiculous trade. Diego Cordero, add Larry Nance for Josh Jackson? Sure. Yeah, fine. Look, Jackson's fine, but he's really back end. Like, he's not that high. When is the last game the NBA? It is the 16th of May. It is correct. All right, what else have we got? Baz, I just answered that. Basketballmonster.com. Go through some more questions here. Should I drop uh, the salt flake, Theo Maladon, for Kevin Porter in a category league? Sure, but again, we just need to temper our expectations on Kevin Porter. Uh, I think we need to just calm down as to how good he's going to be, but sure, Maladon's not that high upside. But by all means, do it. AW. League categories are percentages, points, rebounds, assists, free throws made, gross, Three uh, three pointers, blocks, steals, double doubles, and triple doubles. Gross as well. Excuse the last two cuts. I'll excuse them and the free throws made. I traded Steph and Caldon Johnson for AD and Drew Holiday. Gave up threes for percentages and blocks. Fourteen teams that I win the trade, mate. I don't know. Um, you got two guys back. One's injured, obviously, Anthony Davis. It's pretty tough to give away Steph Curry. Um, but I, I don't mind that return for it. But it. it You've, you've done the trade. The only way you'll find out whether you win it is uh, yeah, how, how it plays out. But I, I'd say it probably is. One Menendez, 9cat, ESPN default, Damien Lillard for Booker and Murray. Why? No. Keep Lillard. Easy. Uh, default, ESPN, 9cat, Garland and CP3 for Valanciunas and Wood. Well, that seems like an easy one because Valanciunas and Wood are both better than Garland. And yeah, they're not that, Wood's not that far off Chris Paul. But again, like I mentioned earlier, you're talking about two point guards for two centres. So it is a wild difference in your team. So it might be great, might be shithouse. Like, who knows? Anthony Gamble. I'm afraid of Murray dropping off when Derek White comes back. Guys, put full names in. Like, if you say Murray, who is it? Derek, Derek, Derek Murray. Who the hell is Derek Murray? DeJounte Murray, Jamal Murray, Murray Walker. Like, who is it? Uh, I'm afraid of Murray dropping off when Derek comes back. Like I can put it together with context, but put the names in. Does that make the trade seem more favorable or not? What trade? Did you answer ask another question before that I don't remember? Oh there we go. That one back there. Um It's it's, it's just yeah. That that trade, uh Anthony, I just I'm just not sure what, what the I mentioned that with Murray. Look he might drop off a bit. That that and that's fine to do that trade for sure, but you are losing a lot of games with the Spurs, who I think have got 40 games left in the second half of the season. Nick GA 990. Should I stash Isaiah Stewart in a 14-team 9-cat league? News is he might get more playing time. I would need to drop Michael Carter-Williams, Brunson or Josh Jackson. Well, Carter-Williams can go so sure. But that report was so weird about Isaiah Stewart. Oh, you are going to play him next to Mason Plumley. Look, I know you guys are trying to lose, but Isaiah Stewart is never going to be a forward in the NBA. So you're putting out lineups to lose. You're losing anyway. Uh, who are you taking minutes away from? Jeremy Grant? The depressed penis, Sadiq Bey? Sequel Dumbaya? Like, who's taking minutes away to play a bloke out of position? Just play him more over uh, Mason Plumley For sure. Add Stewart, see what happens. It was just a weird report. Hector V. Do I trade away Jalen Brown and Tobias Harris for Big... Uh, uh, so I traded away Jalen Brown and Tobias Harris for Big Chungus in week two. Big, Big Chungus, Big Chungus. That's obviously not a question, and that's just a brag, but well done. Eric, I know you're doing it to take the piss, but I'm going to answer it anyway. Why is your coffee cup so small? It's because I've got giant hands. My hands are like baseball gloves. So it's it's just an optical illusion as to why it's so small. D. Wade. I'm going to assume that's Dean and not Dwayne. In a 9-cat, 12-10 league, can you win without streaming? In the regular season, you'll get some wins, sure. Can you win in the playoffs? No. No, you can't. You have to stream. Should I do some two for ones to get streams? Because I'll tell you why you have to stream. Unless your team is just that, that good, which is possible, that your opponent will end up getting six, seven extra games per week by streaming players in, in the playoffs. And unless your team, again, is just that good, I don't know how you're going to be able to beat that. Logan Laheka, what are my thoughts on Miles Turner for the rest of the year? Will he pick it up or should I look to trade? Well, if you think that he's going poorly, why is someone going to want to trade for him from you? Uh, he's not going poorly for a start. He is the 24th ranked player this year. So pick it up. How much better do you think he's getting from here? Like I, I, I think we need to um, just need to be more realistic with our expectations on, on what we're expecting from someone like Miles Turner. Okay, this, I'm going to answer this question because it's weird. Uh, well, it's not weird. It's... Takes me into a weird question. What date should the finals of fantasy playoff be? Is made to a good date. Um, how are t- people still deciding this shit? You know how many times a day I get asked, hey Josh, when should I end my playoffs? Why? How, how on earth is anyone in a league where this shit is not decided? Now line up, man, I know you said that your league is going to the end of the season, which is a horrendous decision, but you can't change that shit now. Like why are we changing that now? I don't understand how that's being done. How are people still, oh, we don't know when we're going to have the playoffs. What are you talking about? We're bloody like, uh, we should be a month away or three, four weeks away, which is a month anyway, from fantasy playoff starting. How is this decision not being made? Anyway, you should finish at the very latest, the first Sunday in May. That's when your last playoff game should be. Not when it should begin, when it should end, the last Sunday in May or the, sorry, the first Sunday in May or the last Sunday in April. Anthony G. N., Six team nine cat league. What? Okay, so there's your team. Is it worth punting two categories? Sure. You got bad free throws and high turnovers. Then you're if you're already losing those categories every week. I got news for you. You're already punting them. Is D'Lon Rider sell high? Pretty tough. MM uh, Asgard to sell high a bloke who's not playing. But yeah, yeah. I reckon you. I reckon you'll have to inquire about it for sure. Um, and. Uh, and try and get something, because you won't get the value that he had before his injury, but you'll also be able to trade him away for higher than what I think you will be, be able to do in like two to three weeks' time. Kevin Sakun, playoffs are week 17 to 19. What would you look for when trading away Paul George? I hate week numbers. I don't know what those weeks are. I've got no idea. Um, I know that this is my job, but I, I don't actually you know, sit and memorize when, um, what these dates are. But anyway... Should I, what should I look for when trading away Paul George? Well, you want as equivalent in production as you can get for you know, what George provides. He's the 12th ranked player. But have a look in those weeks and just try and find someone who's around that range. So he's the 12th ranked player so far. Look for someone in the 11 to 18 type range, but look for someone who plays more than those either 12 or 13 games that the Clippers play during that time. Look for someone with a 15 game game yeah, period there. And you might get a worse player. So let's have a look at a guy like Jimmy Butler, who's a 17th on a per-game basis. I don't know what his fantasy schedule is like at that time in those weeks. But yeah, he 12th versus 17th. If he plays two more games, then it's a win. So that's, I think, how you've got to view it. People need to be, and I know I go on about this all the time, you need to just get the mindset or get out of the mindset of who wins a trade. It doesn't matter. It honestly means nothing. It does. It, there are very, there are very easy um, situations where one person wins and the other person wins, or both people lose. It doesn't actually matter. Noel Gomez, who are your top Iron Men in the league? Iron Man is bullshit. Injury prone is bullshit. They don't exist. I'm telling you now, they don't exist. Because every day that you go on without being injured means you're one day closer to getting injured. Max Pollack. Capella and Monk, who isn't going to disappear so fast. his contract year, best ball of his career. That's cool. Contract year is a farce as well. Um, Monk is going to disappear a bit because Devontae Graham is going to come back. And I'm not saying Monk's out of the rotation, but Monk's probably not going to play as much as he was before. So it's Capella and Monk for Bam or Nick Claxton. So realistically, we're talking about Capella for Bam and I'd probably want Bam there. You've given me no context as to how deep this league is, but if it's a 12-team league, your Monk and Claxton have no value. If it's a 14-team league, Claxton's barely going to have any value. They're probably not, and Monk's really at the back end of that. So you're talking, again, Capella for Bam, and it's probably going to be Bam. All right, let's keep going through here. What else have we got going on? Is it too late to change the date? Lineup, man, you've got to talk to your league about that. So you got to tell the head person, yeah, look, you can ask them, but unless you have absolute 100% unanimous decisions from your league mates to change the end of your season, you can't do it. You should never play to the last day of the season. I cannot stress that enough. And I honestly, I don't think I could have stressed it enough in the past. I've said it, I reckon, at least 20,000 times. But and if, if not, not everybody agrees, you can't do it. Um, Joe, I don't know why you're riding with those capitals, so I'm not going to answer that question. Logan Lehecker, do I expect Sexton or Kobe White to have a better second half in a points league? Well, I don't know what your points league is, but I would say I would be hard-pressed to say Kobe White will be better than Colin Sexton. Very hard-pressed to say that. So, Colin Sexton. The medium, are we adding Blake Griffin in a 10-team roto? roto? You can do it. There's absolutely no chance that I'm doing that. As I detailed yesterday on the show. Um, Carson Horn, twelve team, nine cat league. I have a bunch of guys. Is it a good team or nah, mate? That's impossible for me to know. Well, for a start off, you've got Carmelo Anthony, so he's not going to last. Williams, who's that? Um, look, it's. I, if you want me to be honest with you, Carson, I it, no, it's not a good team. You you don't have a single top fifteen player there. Do you even have a top 20 player on that team? Um, you got some interesting guys. But there's a couple of droppable players there. Joseph C. Harden was my first pick and I was losing in free throws, assists, and steal. Would you say I made the right move in trading Gobert for CP3? Should I have aimed higher? Uh, no, that's totally fine. That's totally fine. And you know, that gives you that assist, steals, free throw percentage boost for sure. So it's a good deal. JP Lawrence, I'm not sure. Does Andre Drummond's value drop on the Lakers or Nets? Well, I can't drop from here because he's doing nothing. But if he goes to the Lakers, yes. Right? Because he's going to be playing with three other centers. I know Davis plays almost exclusively at power forward. But Harrell and Gasol, they're, they're not going to be removed from the rotation, I don't believe. So, Drummond can come in, and you can make the argument that Drummond is better than Montrez Harrell, and, and I would agree with that. As much as I don't think Drummond's that good, I don't think Harrell's that good either. Um, yeah, But what's his name? Uh, Marcus Gasol is clearly a better defender than both of those guys. So well, Drummond's value is going to drop from where he was to begin the uh, irrespective right, of where he goes. He does have a chance at more value on the nets, for sure. He won't be as good. Look, he was in Cleveland playing 37 minutes a night with a 33% usage, so that's not going to happen. All right, it's not going to happen where he goes but it would be better in the Nets than it would be on the Lakers, I think. Adam Johnson, 10-cat. What's 10-cat? No idea. If you don't th- tell me something that's standard, I have no idea what your bonus categories are. Absolutely none. Thad Young for McCall Bridges and Justin Holiday. Is that a fair offer? Nah, it's a horrible offer. McCall Bridges is the best player there. Pretty easily. Renan Guedes. Mispronounce that, I'm sure. I'm trying to trade Van Vliet and Rose or McCall. Rose and McCall aren't equivalent, not even close. Uh, for Luca or KD or Kyrie due to playoff schedules. Offs? Who calls the playoffs the offs? Is that a good move? Could I rank those three in 9cat leagues? Yes, I I, ca- I can rank them in 9cat leagues because I do it over on uh, basketballmonster.com. But I, I don't know when your playoff schedule is, so I, it's very hard for me to give... Uh, give value on on those guys of, of where they sit obviously two of those guys play on the same team um luca is the best of that trio though i think just footy says did i get on the beers over the long weekend i just had some issues uh slipping down some wet stairs just footy so uh couldn't get on the beers no, nah, very few people are going to understand what I'm talking about. But no, nah, I had a my son had a tennis tournament, they had to go to that, and then just uh, watched some movies and slept the last couple, the next couple of days, just trying to recuperate and get some energy back. Am I drinking espresso? I am. It is, but it is um, Nespresso, so it's no specific beans. It's just a yeah, Nespresso capsule. We are getting ready to wrap this up. Grifty says, who's the drop between Terrence Ross in a 12-team nine-cat? Terrence Ross, Joe Ingles, and Tim Hardaway. Uh, it's well, Out of that group, the number one drop there is Hardaway, but you could easily argue that Ingles is not a must-roster either, which I've done plenty of times. I would still be holding on to Ross, but Hardaway is the pretty clear one there for me. Which of the Ball brothers is better for the rest of the season? Default points league. Uh, yeah, it's LaMelo. It's pretty easily LaMelo. I did watch the footy, Tui. Uh, I watched the Bulldogs. Uh, smash smash Melbourne on Monday how do you set up player rankings for points leagues on Basketball Monster well you go into the settings tab and there's a, a link there that says uh, league settings and then you go and a- add your settings in there and I'm going to post that link there right in the chat for you do I watch AFL Andrew yes I just answered that is Otto Porter must roster in 12 team 9 cat Vinko Sridalic no We're getting ready to wrap this up. What are my thoughts on Kevin Love and Devontae Graham and ESPN Standard Points League? Um, I'd have no faith in Devontae Graham at all. And Kevin Love, they're just real back-end type guys. Appreciate that, Thomas. He says, thanks for answering the espresso question. You're killing it and have made fantasy basketball much more fun for me. I appreciate that. Hi, Josh, I'm new to Basketball Monster Function. For next year's auction draft, uh, we'll, we'll answer that when we get to next year, but you know, how should I, should I prepare for types of players? Like top 10 for $60? We have auction value numbers that we put on the site. So when you go into the settings and enter your auction budget, it populates out what the value for the players are. So you don't have to have blanket rule of thumbs. You have specific rules or specific numbers that come up. Jet Lee, Johnny Collins, the FAD, and Jonas Valanciunas in 9CAT. Um, well, I could easily make the argument that Valanciunas and Collins are of equal value. So you're getting back Thad Young in there who may or may not retain his value, but I think that's fine. When do I think Drummond is getting traded? Not for a while. Yeah, Give it two more weeks maybe, but I wouldn't be too excited about, uh, again, uh, people are, I'm, I'm really worried about where he ends up and and what, what happens with him. When is the next 2K21 rebuild coming out? I'm not sure. I'm not sure what I'm doing at at this point. All right, we're going to get ready here to wrap this up. I've been here 30 minutes. We're going to get back. I'm going to get back into writing stuff and getting games ready and all that sort of stuff. We're going to have the pregame show today. We're going to have the What to Watch For for a massive Thursday in the NBA. We're going to have our recap show as well. And then tomorrow, we're going to do an injury recap show. Um, So be ready for that one. Guys, I reckon that'll do it for us. Thanks for joining me in my first mailbag back. I hope you guys were fine. Um... Uh, in in those days where I wasn't here. Uh, Some people weren't. Man, you should have given me this video two days ago. Cool. Uh, I was having a day off, so sorry. Uh, But here I am. I'm back. We're back into the swing of things. We've got a uh, a two-month run here until the end of the NBA regular season. So let's smash it out. Share this with your friends. Give it a thumbs up. Um, Like it. Notification bell. All of that good shit. All right, guys. We are done here. Thank you so much for watching and listening, everyone. See ya.